Hello everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Explore and Engage with Anand. Thank you all for staying connected and it is always my goal to talk about a wide range of social and political issues both domestic and international on my podcast. So I appreciate you all staying connected and for uh continuing to listen to my podcast episodes. I will start with um what you can call a scary news. Um and uh this is something that makes every American concerned. And let me tell you what it is. Reportedly, cyber attacks against Americans are at an all-time high over the past 2 years. Cyber attacks against Americans are at all-time high over the past 2 years. There are so many things that we have to worry about. We have lots of problems going on in this country. Inflation, border crisis, rising cost of healthcare, and many other things. And on top of all of that, now we have to worry about cyber attacks. Cyber attacks can create havoc in our lives. If your personal electronic device gets infected with malicious software, your personal information could be stolen. And we live in the day and age of the internet. We have to use internet for communication, for banking, for staying up to date on things happening around the world. And people use smartphones. Uh smartphones are widely used and these smartphones are connected to the internet. If you are uh browsing uh the internet using your smartphone then you're obviously using um an internet connection and we use smartphones and tablets and uh laptops to to stay connected with our family members our friends people around the world and uh we we use uh these electronic devices to for example to check the temperature on a given day we check the weather for- forecast we browse social media sites we upload content on the internet we download content from the internet and we search for information using search engines and so we are always using the internet every day and we have to be careful every moment we have to make sure that we are not clicking on unknown or suspicious links we must not give out our personal information carelessly our safety is in our hands and cyber criminals these are some very bad people cyber criminals they come up with various new techniques to try to steal people's information individuals small businesses large businesses nonprofit organizations many government agencies are all at risk of cyber attacks reportedly one about one in 20 organizations in the US became victim to attempted ransomware attacks last year i i saw this in the news and it it's it's just shocking and as i said uh cyber criminals target everyone 
individuals, small businesses, large businesses, nonprofit organizations, government and agencies. And, and so we all have to be very careful. And there's one thing that I must point out. We have an aging population in our country. And not all seniors are experts as use, at using the latest electronic devices. Many seniors become victims of scams, and this is very, very unfortunate. In the year 2021, cyber crimes cost Americans, and uh, I'm talking about Americans over the age of 50, in the year 2021, cyber crimes cost Americans over the age of 50 almost $3 billion with a B, billion dollars, $3 billion almost. And this is according to FBI's Elder Fraud Report. Now, anyone who knows me would know that I care deeply about senior citizens. If you visit my website, which is tossifanam.net, I will repeat that. My website address is tossifanam.net. If you visit my website, you will see that I have written blog posts and opinions that discuss various issues that senior citizens face. I wrote about how daylight saving time can be stressful for senior citizens. I wrote about how American seniors, um, how American seniors suffered because of COVID rules and lockdowns. I wrote about our aging population and the challenges associated with caregiving. I wrote about elder abuse and that it's a growing crisis. I wrote about ensuring elevator access to help elderly and disabled individuals. And I care. I care deeply about the senior citizens. And I want them to be safe and healthy. Now, sadly, many seniors are becoming victims of cybercrimes. And in fact, people in various age groups are becoming victims of cybercrimes. So it's important to be careful always, and cybersecurity is a very important uh, issue. It's, it's something that we must always pay attention to, um, cybersecurity. Cybersecurity is very important in our everyday life. Okay, um, let me now talk about uh, something else. Let me now discuss politics. Congressman Dean Phillips is campaigning in New Hampshire. I'm not sure how many of you remember this, but Congressman Dean Phillips is running for president. He's a, he's a Democrat, so he's running as a Democrat. And so the question is, is there any possibility that Congressman Dean Phillips may become the Democratic presidential nominee? I, I don't know the answer to that. I, 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 I will let you answer that question. You can share with me your thoughts. But let me also share with you an important update about the congressman's campaign for president, Congressman Dean Phillips. Dean Phillips gained an important endorsement. Do you know who endorsed him for president? I, I, I will let you make a guess. Let me pause for a few seconds while you think about who endorsed 
Dean Phillips, Democrat, Democrat candidate for president. I can count down until five, okay? Then I'll give you the answer. So one, two, three, four, five. Okay. Let me now let me now reveal to you who endorsed Democrat Congressman Dean Phillips for president. Andrew Yang. Do you remember Andrew Yang? Andrew Yang ran for president in the 2020 cycle. Former presidential candidate Andrew Yang endorsed Congressman Dean Phillips for president in 2024. My friends, the New Hampshire primary is coming up on 23rd of January. All eyes are on New Hampshire. I think Andrew Yang's endorsement will add some fuel and will help energize the Dean Phillips campaign. But I think Dean Phillips, and this is just just my observation, okay? You may disagree with me. I think Dean Phillips is still far away from becoming the Democratic nominee for president. Let's not forget Dean Phillips is running in the primary against incumbent Democrat President Joe Biden. It's all very interesting. This is very interesting. Politics is interesting and very unpredictable, as I always keep saying. So we have to pay attention to both the GOP primary and the Democratic primary. In my previous podcast episode, I talked about Michelle Obama and Gavin Newsom. Michelle Obama is the former first lady, and Gavin Gavin Newsom is the governor of California. The question is, can Michelle Obama and Gavin Newsom find their way to the presidential race? 2024? I don't know the answer. So let's go back to Dean Phillips. What is the probability of Dean Phillips becoming the Democratic nominee for president? I really want to hear your thoughts on this. So share with me your thoughts. And remember that the New Hampshire primary is coming up on the 23rd of January. So that's coming up. And um the the race for the white house is becoming very interesting lots of new updates every single day and it's always my goal to share with you my thoughts my opinions my views on things that are happening in politics and in fact things that are happening in the country and around the world i talk about social and political th- uh, issues both domestic and international Now let's move on to Chicago. We talked about New Hampshire. Now let's talk about Chicago, Illinois. Chicago is just a few hours away from where I live. And I live in Madison, Wisconsin, uh, the beautiful Midwest, city of Madison in the beautiful state of Wisconsin. Now from Madison, Chicago is just a few hours by car. And obviously, uh, how soon you get to Chicago, it depends on the traffic because um, depending on the time of the day, the day of the week, um, 
there can be a lot of traffic as you get closer and closer to Chicago. In fact, there can be a lot of traffic in Madison too. Madison is uh, a city that's growing in size, it seems. I mean, the population is increasing, a lot of people moving to Madison. And so um, if you if you are in Madison and you're traveling to Chicago, uh, how soon you get to Chicago, that depends on, on the, the volume of traffic. But it's just a few hours. So I visited Chicago recently. There's also a video on my YouTube channel about my recent trip to Chicago. You can check that out. A Chicago suburb is facing a tremendous challenge. Reportedly, a string of crimes took place. The crimes allegedly were committed by migrants at a Chicago suburb. Reportedly, between October 23 and January 17, a total of 47 migrants were arrested in Oak Brook, Illinois. Most of the migrants who were arrested were charged with retail theft and burglary. My friends, when crimes increase, the environment becomes unsafe for other residents and visitors. Chicago is a great place to shop. It's one of the biggest cities in America, a very popular destination for tourists. There are many nice stores and malls. And in the communities around Chicago, there are great shopping centers. And many tourists visit the area to enjoy um, eating at nice restaurants and they enjoy shopping. They um, they just um, like spending time in Chicago. A uh, lot of tourists visit Chicago. But as crimes increase, that negatively impacts tourism. Residents from the area do not feel safe about going out to the stores. And if if crimes go up, if crimes increase in a city, any tourist is going to think twice, maybe thrice, before going to that city. And we are talking about Chicago. So if crimes increase in Chicago, tourists are going to think twice. And as I said, maybe thrice, maybe more than three times. Tourists are going to think a lot before deciding to go to Chicago. And, and, and the suburbs around Chicago. People have every reason to be worried after reading about these alleged crimes. As I said, 47 migrants were arrested between October 23 and January 17 in Oak Brook in Illinois. My friends, the crisis in Illinois is getting worse every day. And still, the state is not removing the sanctuary state label. And I've talked about this quite a bit um, on my podcast and in my YouTube videos that New York City, Chicago, these are sanctuary cities. And it's time for liberal politicians 
to remove this sanctuary city label from New York and from Chicago. And Illinois is a sanctuary state. It's time to remove this sanctuary state label, remove this designation. But that's not happening. The liberal politicians are holding on to the sanctuary city designation, the sanctuary state designation. In New York, at a migrant shelter on Randall's Island, there was an, there was an incident of stabbing. A person was stabbed during a brawl. Do you know how many people were arrested? Do you know any idea? Can you make a guess? I mentioned that at a migrant shelter on Randall's Island, there was an incident of stabbing. A person was stabbed during a brawl. Now, my question is, do you know how many people were arrested? It's a shocking number. And I'll give you the number here in a few moments. But this will show you how intense the, the, the crisis is becoming. 18 people were arrested. That is correct. 18. 1 8. 18 people were arrested after a person was stabbed during a brawl at a migrant shelter on Randall's Island in New York. Reportedly, a 24-year-old man was stabbed when a large fight broke out inside the shelter, and police arrested 18 people. This is very disturbing news, and I'll repeat what I said. This happened at a migrant shelter. And so New York City residents are very much worried because of the arrival of undocumented immigrants. My friends, we all want to live in a safe community. The United States of America is our home. There are many challenges that our country is facing right now. The border crisis is hurting communities across the country. My friends, this is the year 2024. It is an important year. It is an election year. There is a presidential election in November of 2024. It is an extremely significant year for our country. The citizens of the United States will have to make informed decisions. With the Biden administration in power, we continue to suffer. Look at the border crisis. Millions of illegal immigrants have entered the country since President Joe Biden came to power. More continue to enter our country illegally. More and more people are entering our country illegally every day. People are suffering because of inflation. There is economic uncertainty. We have lots of problems in our country right now. And what do we need? We need new leadership. We need a new leader in the White House. We need a new president in the Oval Office. And as I said, this is 2024. It's an election year. 
We are in January. As I am recording this podcast episode, it's January. It's January the 20th. It's a Saturday as I'm sitting here at home recording this podcast episode. And we have an election that's coming up in November. And time will go, go by really fast. And from January, we will soon be in November. So please pay attention to the presidential race. Learn about the candidates. Listen to their speeches. Do your research to find out more about the history and the background and the policy priorities of the candidates who are running for office. Stay connected with me, my friends. And please continue to listen to my podcast. On this podcast, I share with you my thoughts, my views, and my opinions on social and political issues, both domestic and international. And I ask you all to share with me your views. Ask me questions. Let me know what you are thinking, what you are observing. Let me know what your policy priorities are. My friends, let me highlight my website here. Please visit my website, www.tossifanam.net. Also, I want to highlight that I have been doing live streams on my YouTube channel. I have done a few live streams so far, and I'm planning to do more every week. Now, it's um, difficult to promise that I'll do a live stream every day because, you know, life is busy. So I, I will not be able to do a live stream every single day, but I, I will try to do a live stream as often as I can because there are so many things that we have to discuss, especially in this election year, 2024. And I publish my videos with my commentary on social and political issues on my YouTube channel. And I read the comments that the viewers write and I Try to respond to as many comments and questions as possible. So please continue to write to me, write your comments, send me messages, and I'll try my best to respond. My friends, the live streams on my YouTube channel are different because during a live stream, my viewers can ask me questions and I can respond live. So as, I, so as I'm doing a live stream, I pay attention to the chat window and I see what kind of questions my viewers have, what comments they are writing, and I try to respond as I'm speaking, as I'm doing the live stream. And so it's a nice way to interact and to discuss important issues that we face as a country. So if you are listening to my podcast, please know that I publish my podcast episodes in both audio and video format. The audio format is available in various podcast directories and the video format is published on YouTube. So if you are listening to the audio-only version of this podcast episode, I would encourage you to visit my YouTube channel and to subscribe. Become a subscriber and stay connected with me. Please subscribe. And I hope that you can join a live stream in the near future. And thank you once again for staying connected. 
And I hope to be back again with a new episode of Explore and Engage with Anam.